Hi, and welcome back to Iambic Poetry Podcast. This is part two of our two-part interview with Ike Torres. So what, so first, how did you get introduced to Shonuff and Jenny? And then second, how did you get into the 2015 Slam Team? Okay, so... I knew Show and Jenny from uh, Ethnic Theater Workshop. Right. Oh, thank you. And that was another that was another thing in in 2013 when uh, I came to Luna's one night and me and Jenny were outside kicking it and we were talking and she was like, "I want to try to like bring the team back for nationals." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, you know that sounds dope, you know." And I I, I love like, uh, some other. I think they were. I think Kyrie and them were trying to bring it back like a couple years before or. Um, but it, a team hadn't gone to nationals in a minute. So they put it together, man. They started hosting the slams and, you know, they did all the stuff they needed to do with national poetry organization. And, and, um, I met show enough just in passing, like in 2009, no, 2000, <laughs> 2000 and, uh, 2005, I met show enough. And this was like, I never forget, man. I was like, "What's up, man?" Because he went up there. I, because I didn't know anybody. So anytime I, and to this day, man, if I if I respect your work, hold on, man. <laughs> oh, fucking motorcycle ride, motherfucker. But uh, <laughs> so so I met Shonuff in passing one night, and I was like, anytime, dude, anytime I see somebody's work that I appreciate, you know, I've always been wanting to go give props because. I just want to give respect, man, where respect is due for me personally. So I went up to show enough. It was hella funny. And I was like, Hey man, like I'm a young dude, you know what I'm like? Hey man, you should, uh, you should get on the team and this and that, and you know, show enough, man. He, <laughs> he was like, yeah, man, they wanted me to be on the team. You know, he was, he kind of, <laughs> he was playing too cool for school with me and shit. You know, you know what I mean? And then like, there was a couple times when I kicked it with, with Jenny and show like, there was this one place called, um, what was it called, man? Was it the Capitol Garage? Or? Buccinelli's, bro. Buccinelli's. Remember Buccinelli's? There was a, there used to be a, on I Street, okay. and they would do this thing called, uh, oh, I, I think it was Artistic Insomnia or something like that. Nice. Go and them did it from Fairfield. And uh, <clears throat> so I met them and I kicked it with, I kicked it with Jenny and Show and Forward. Uh, it was when right. I first went Forward, too. And um, there used to be a slam over there and I got done with the slam and I ended up hanging out with them at this lady's house. There was all a bunch of us, but it was cool. I was just kicking it with them at this party and this lady was cracking open bottles of wine from her cellar. She just wanted to hang around with some artists and shit. You know what I'm saying? So she opened her house up to us, let us kick it, drink all her wine. It was, so I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. when I got introduced to Jenny and like really uh, we talked and, uh, and shown up and talked and so anyways fast forward back to 2013 man uh 2014 they put the team back together um and i think at 15 they got put together officially and we went to nationals and that was an experience as well man so like this i did one was my, in oakland right yeah that one was in oakland but i did my i did my solo show right before that and then after that i went and did nationals with them okay. and um Man, I shouldn't have went, bro. Like, <laughs> what's that? Man, again, like, you know, I was going through some fights with my with my dad, heavy, oh, okay. and uh, <clears throat> and I was just, it was all bad, man. I was just not in a good space, and again, I and then that team, I didn't practice heavy, and and you know, we ended up going to nationals, and and. Uh, <clears throat> I think it, and I was just, I just had a bad attitude, man. Like, seriously, like I, I just didn't, I was there for the team, but I wasn't, I didn't give them my all. And that's what you need to do when you're part of a slam team. You know what I mean? You have to right. give it your heart, your soul, you know? And so anything that you do, but um, when you're in a, in a team is different like that. Um, so yeah, man, we went up there and, you know, that's where uh, my man, Brandon, man, yeah. that's, I love that dude, man. He uh he worked his ass off and he ended up he ended up getting into like more pieces and stuff like that. And um 
it was just cool, man, to see like when I like I know I'm kind of going in a different direction real quick, but I'll come back. But seeing him do what he did and 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 seeing how he worked at at the on the slam team was uh, something to behold, man. That dude just put in so much work and he got he got his stage time. And, uh, you know, we did our thing. And then the second night, <laughs> the second night, bro, me and show enough get called for a team piece oh, and, uh, we dropped it. And I, it was like a, it was just like a, a, another death. That was like one of the, that death stands out, but we went through that together. You know what I'm saying? Right. I actually, I failed with him. We failed together. We really learned, but we 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 you know we died together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just, it was hilarious, man. It was hilarious, and uh, and just but in that team though, man, it was dope because I got to see Brandon grow. I got to see David put in so much work. Like those two were just putting in so much work. Jenny putting in hella work. Show enough putting in hella. Like it was just. It was really dope, man. And so, yeah, man, we went to that nationals and we we did we did okay. You know what I'm saying? We did all right. Um, I think I think David and Brandon almost made the team finals, like the team team piece finals. They right. picked like four people out of everybody. But I mean, we did good, man. But you know, like I said, I, I I didn't get to serve that team the way I wanted to serve it, you know, because like I said, I was going through some dumb shit again. And with my dad and I was, all my energies were scattered and I had too much on my plate. Um, shouldn't have did that. Uh, and then, yeah, man, 2018 was dope. Cause I think they went, they didn't do it the next year. Again, I took like a small hiatus, I guess. Right. Um, like a, a two couple year hiatus or whatever. And wasn't performing, wasn't going out, but 2018, around that time, I think I started coming back, coming back and still doing stuff. And they were, they were going to put another team to go to Chicago. Right. And that was dope. Um, because I got to be one of the coaches. Right. So me and show enough got to coach and just, again, it was a beautiful experience because I got to see, um, I got to see J row grow. Yes. I got to see Kaya grow. Mm -hmm. I got to see David find his, find his, you know, Cause you know, I got, it was cool watching David and Brandon because I seen them put in their first five years. And I feel like when you're putting in like that first five years, you're kind of just stumbling around learning a little bit. But when you get to see an artist come into their power, like, or start to like realize they're, they could fly, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, so it was cool seeing David do that, but that the Chicago experience was, was dope too, man. Um, I never been to Chicago, uh, um, and it was just like, it was so dope because the first night, I don't think she's going to care that I share this, but uh, <laughs> J-Ro went up there, man, and, and she she lost her piece. Mm. And, you know, she was she she was really hard on herself about it. Um, and it was cool because hadn't I gone through what I gone through in 2005, haven't done the same thing, you know, and feeling like it's the end of the world and, and dying that slow death, right. um, which builds a ton of character and a ton of performance character and, and our craft character. Um, me and her, she met, she was like, Oh, I want to meet coach talk about this and that. And, uh, so we had a talk and, and man, the next, the second night was, was for me, like my, like I'm probably I'm I'm probably no I'll probably never slam again like at, in nationals. So this was kind of like for me like the last time I would ever be a part of that because I feel like I had unfinished business, and uh, and I wanted to try to do it somewhat right. You know what I'm saying? And and we we the second night we took a L on the first night. Everyone was like you know trying to figure it out. Jay went through what she went through. Me and her had a, a pep talk, and you know. I just, you know, told her, you know, just told her that it's all good and not to be too hard on yourself. Cause you know, I know how much you, you know, you put into this to get three minutes. Cause literally you think about it, you might put in a year of work to get maybe three to nine minutes of stage time. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, but that second night, man, was magic. Um, I asked, I asked show enough before the slam. I said, Hey man, do you mind if I go first? He's like, 
He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, he's like, I think I, w- I thought I was going to go first tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and I was like, I was like dead set in my mind. Like I want to go first because I wanted to let my team know, like, it's okay. Like, let me show you guys how to attack this thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they did the first night, you know, but I knew in my mind, I said, if I go first tonight, I'm going to put us ahead and we're going to win this fucking bout. Nice. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and so show was like, he was like, you know what? Ike, man, I thought about it, man. He's like, yeah, man, you should go first. I was like, hell yeah, bro. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So we draw or whatever we go sit there. You know, I forgot what teams we were battling, but there are 14 and you know, we're from Sacramento, man. Right. You know, no one knows where the fuck Sacramento is at, man. They know about LA. They know about the pay. That's about it. They don't know about the Valley. You know what I mean? Right. So we're in the draw. Everyone's like, whatever. And I'm kind of like, okay, no feeling out the energy. Like, oh, they, okay. Oh, y'all think this is a game. All right. So, <laughs> so they're like, you know, first round, man, a couple posts went up, bam, bam, scored what they scored. Man, I went up there, man. And and the crazy thing, bro, is like I had never been able to in a national slam. I had never been able to really like show off my skill, my 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 potential and 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 really honor with all the things that I had known because I gained all my knowledge over the years. So now I can right. so man, I get to go up there and I, I went up there, man. I I knocked it out, man, did really well, got all nine point whatevers and we were we we were up like two or three points and then just watching the next poet i think was kaya and kaya goes out there and of course you you know kaya they they're a come on man (laughs) brilliant 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 young person man and goes up there and kills it now we're up like we're still up like three four points then it's j-ro's turn Okay, so it's redemption time. And man, when I tell you, man, she went up there and just she again, it was that growth, man. That's what I love to witness is growth and seeing people come out of their their shell and, you know, coming out of that that little cocoon that they might be in and start to fly. Like I said, realizing, oh, shit, I could fly. I got lasers and beaming out my eyes. (laughs) Now I know how to control this shit. You feel me? Like. And so I watched J-Ro go up there, man. She she got through it. She killed it. She won the round. So now we're up even more. I'm like, oh, my God. And then David goes up. And the first year, David, uh, the 2015 David and 2018 David is two different Davids. Okay. Um, he goes up there and he rocks his piece. And it's like, oh. And, dude, it was a wrap. Like, we we smashed everybody by like i think we beat them beat them by like four points like four or five points which is a lot in slam right, right? um which, which is like that means like the crowd was digging us that deep because everyone that fell below that that didn't win they had like scores like that were consistent with each other so it wasn't right. no nothing, no shenanigans happening you know it was all like appreciation from the crowd like in its purest sense so we won, man. And so I started crying, you know what I mean? Because for me, <laughs> for me personally, dog, it's like, I just want, I've never been a person that has been embarrassed to be from a small, a small town. That's like Sacramento. Right. Um, and I really, I really respect and I really have always been proud to be from the, from Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? And right. for me, it was like, you know, I'm represent for, for my team, for my family, for, for all the, all the, you know, people like, you know, that I like Kyrie, like Cleo, like Noah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, he spit fire and, you know, in our team, Jenny is show enough and myself for like, I'm representing, but for the poetry side of the game, it's like, man, cause I don't think we had one about in a long ass time. Like, I don't oh, think okay. we, I think that I think that the team before us, like 2014, was the last team to like win anything. So we went from when we won that man. That's how I was feeling. It was just like it was like one of the most beautiful nights of my life personally, okay. uh, because I was just like, man, we did this together. We won about like you know what I mean. Like we won about and we won it well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, and so then it's like we might make playoffs. Okay. Cause like, so then all of us are texting each other and we're all up until like four in the morning until they released the, and we barely missed 
I think we got. I think they took the top sixteen or some. I think we were like ranked twenty. Twenty, yeah. But we went from like way out of it because I think we got like fourth place the night before Mm -hmm. to first place the next day, and we won by so much that it it shot us up the ranks. You know what I mean? Because they do like power position and whatever. And uh, yeah, they didn't. No one, no one thought we were going to win that bout in the beginning. But at the end, they were just like. you know and it, and for me too it's it's cool because you know i feel like i just feel like i'm loving what i'm seeing with like especially like the young the younger people that perform and write and carry on tradition and of all the different uh genres of of art you know whether that be hip-hop whether that be poetry or theater or you know music whatever it is man like I feel like Sacramento is really starting to come into its own, like for real, for real and get more organized and more family oriented. So that night and was just a culmination of like, man, like, okay, we're, we're representing now. And then the next year we, I think they canceled it. And then, but then like, there's one part that I did, I did forget to mention that happened before that I went to, Okay, so that was so in 2015. I also went to the individual world poetry slam as well by myself. And again, dog, like I shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I well, shouldn't have been. Because I know you went, um, oh, this was in 2015 or, 2000, or 2018. I know you went and, oh, this is 15. Okay. Yeah. I know um, Brandon went to the 18. Or the 18 yeah, 19, Brandon, yeah. yeah, Brandon and David went in 18. Yeah. 18. Okay. Um, so I went in 15. And uh, I think it was like it might have been like the summer before we went to nationals, I think, or maybe it was after. But anyways, man, I went over there. Was cool. I got to see New York. I got to kick in New York. I got to kick in DC, CDC. Um, But yeah, man, that was another story, dog. Like, so I get up there, whatever. The first bout, first night, um, I didn't know what I was gonna do, and. I ended up going up there and I, my first piece went up there and someone from the crowd gave me like a one wow, or a two. Bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I deserve, uh, let me I'm gonna be honest. I deserved it. I deserved it. The first piece I went with, I shouldn't have went with, I should have went with the piece that I wanted to go with originally, but I got into my head too much. And I, I said, Oh, I'm going to go. It's not, it's definitely not the time to try something. You know what I mean? Right. You're going against straight beasts. You know, right. actually, the 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 person that ended up winning it that year was in my bout. So, you know what I mean? And there was heavy hitters in my bout. Everyone there was right. just crazy talented. So, the next round comes, and I'm like, I'm I'm pissed, but in my mind, I'm like, man, you know what? Fuck it. It's I'm throwing it all to the wind. I don't care. You know. So I go up there and I go, uh, before I start, it's a one minute round. So before I start, I said to the person who gave me a one or a two in the first round, I just want to let you know that I hope you die. (laughs) I said, not right now, later on of natural causes. And dude, everyone in there started busting the hell up, bro. <laughs> so and then I was like, I was like, oh shit. So I gotta do my piece still. So I got my minute piece in, right? Mm-hmm. And I scored, I got second that round. But dude, when the slam was over, man, you would have thought I you would have thought that I I I I stepped on a puppy or something. You know what I mean? Like on per like maliciously just like stepped on a puppy, dog. Like <laughs> folks, folks were so mad at me. They're like, oh, that's, you know, you're, that's no, I cannot believe you said that. Even though people laughed at it, like it was, I was joking. Um, so dude, that night I go home and like the, the, the person that runs the slam, they were trying to contact me (laughs) Uh (laughs) and then the whole day they were looking for me, you know what I'm saying? And, and all this and, and, and word gets back to Jenny and word gets back to show enough and, what's up with what's going on with Ike and why is he, you know, why is he, why is he being violent? And like, it was wild, bro. Like it was wild. I I respect and understand the sensitivities of, 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 you know, what took place. And I was out of pocket because here's the deal. I was representing Sacramento, man. You know what I mean? I should have known better. Like when you represent Sacramento or you represent your city, you're representing your city. So however, however you look, however you carry yourself and perform, that's going to look, that's how they're going to look at how they're going to be perceived. So I definitely screwed up, 
but I didn't feel like it warranted what happened. So the next night, dude, even the lady who, who had who ran it, she was like, she was like, Ike, I've been trying to find you all day. She said, and she just gave me that like mom look like, you know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I apologize. I was out of pocket. I shouldn't have did that, you know. Uh, I was like, it's not gonna happen again. So she was like, okay, it's cool. But dude, I was looked at like crazy. <laughs> so you know what's funny? You know what's funny though, dude? Hella poets came up to me and they were like, "Bro, I love that shit." <laughs> I would have said it. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> but so yeah, man. So so you know that was that was another like, it it was just I shouldn't have I shouldn't have been participating in those in those stat stuff at that time, man. But it was cool though, man. It was cool doing the individuals. I I forgot what I ranked. I didn't rank that well though, but um, it was cool, man. It was a it was a cool experience just the traveling and going to. Uh, going to New York and seeing New York for the first time and seeing uh, DC. And then, you know, a few years later, go to Chicago. And I think that year too, I went to Italy. Like That's what I was going to, I was going to ask about, see, so okay, you went to Italy you. with also, um, um, and yes, and a bunch of other poets. And how yeah, was that? So, man, that was dope. So from, from Sacramento, uh, Dave went graffiti blue went, mm. uh, Penny from, Penny from SPC went. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, it was dope. So, so yeah, one day I was like scurrying the internet or what have you, and uh, I saw this thing. It said hundred thousand poets for change. I'm like, okay, well, that's, what's that about? So I ended up looking into it, and they're like, we're gonna have this conference, and and it's gonna be poets from all over the world, and people were like responding to this forum, and so I'm like. And that sounds hella dope. So I, you know, I, I shared with what, what I found with the homies and was like, hey man, like there's this thing going on in Italy. So it turns out that, you know, people, folks wanted to go. So I ended up traveling with Dave out there. Um, and uh man, that and that was an experience, bro. <laughs> like, dude, first night. So we we me <laughs> first night we go out there is me and David, and uh because we hooked up we met up with graffiti on, on, on just the humbug of he selected a flight and what's crazy is I ended up getting a seat right next to him. Okay. It was a trip like randomly dude. So like we all went together. We, you know, when we got there, like, I think we like went with him to his, uh, his, get his room and stuff like that. And we, we all went to this, man, it was, it was just mind blowing, bro. But the first night me and Dave, we, we end up in France and we're in uh, Charles de Gaulle airport. And uh, we're like, oh, we're going to go kick in Paris, right? Like, just <laughs> not knowing <laughs> not knowing how to get around, bro. So me and Dave, man, we go look at the we go look at the the uh, the, the map. And I always say, man, it looked like someone took spaghetti noodles and just threw it against the wall. And we're like, this is the map of how to get around France. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. And I don't know, like, you know, everything's in French. And we were going to try to get help. And they were like, bon fondu. And you know what I mean? They're speaking French. And they, you could tell they were like, nah, man, they we don't speak, speak English. Yeah. Nah, bro. <laughs> <They're haters. laughs> and so it's hella funny because uh, David, <laughs> this fool David, we go to this one place, dude. And David's trying to ask them, like, He's not speaking French, but he's speaking English with a French accent. <laughs> he's like, we're trying to go to Napoli. And, uh, <laughs> and the lady's like, nah, dude, we, we, we don't know what you're talking about. So anyways, me and David were like, I get in my head like I know what I'm doing. So I'm like, hey, well, let's hop on this one, bro. It's going to take us to where we need to go. So we hop on this train, me and David. Hold on take one second. Let me, let me okay. let me hold on one second. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> oh yeah, oh, man. No. Let me know if I'm taking too long, man. You no, know? no, no, you're good. No? Okay. I just had to go feel like oh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah, so so yeah, man. So we were uh I was just thinking about this though before I kick it, kick, keep going with this little story or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, another thing like on that 2018 thing that was special too was the folks that would come and support at practices like you and Marvin and Stacy G and you know that was like so it that 2018 thing was very special too because bro we were representing Lunas right. so hard and and you know the community that we created there man like right. to me there's nothing like it like 
in the city period like there's so much love like on our slam nights and and so taking that and 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 putting it putting it up to 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 go against other other teams and represent for our city was another like it was just so beautiful man so yeah man thank you very much for what you guys did man as, as alternates and uh Definitely. you know helping us out man and, and practicing and allowing us to like you know learn from you guys as well man you know because that's the dope thing about what we do as far as our community is concerned is you know it's a, it's a circle you know it's that thing that we learned from ethnic theater workshop where you know it's, it's teacher student student teacher you know you teach me i teach you i learn from you you learn from me you know it's just like a beautiful thing we feed each other we we show each other love and we give each other like you know we, we try to uplift people you know and that, that's what the culture that we created there is just so special but you know, let me go back to france though dude <laughs> so this fool david he's speaking french and so me and david man we hop on the train man we jump out we go uh <laughs> We go, we get out because we think we're lost, dude. Because when you, you know, if you ain't never, if you've never traveled before in your mind, you're thinking about like the Eiffel Tower. You're thinking about, uh, you know what I'm saying? People sipping on cappuccinos and, right. and doing back, I don't know, man, mimes and shit. You, feel me? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But dude, it's gritty as a mug out there in Paris, bro. Like, so we, I started seeing, I started seeing signs of like, hey, man. We we might need to, you know, be on our P's and Q's right now, you know. <laughs> well, watch out now. You know what I mean? So me and David end up getting out in northern France. Some like what well, I forgot what part of the city it was, but we we're in the city. It's like I could just the vibe, you know what I mean? Like I'm it don't matter where you're at, man. I just right. felt that, that vibe, like, ooh, it's active out here. And then here me and David are two Americans with big ass backpacks. And you know what I mean? I'm like, man, we look like a, a meal right now. You know what I mean? So we're chilling or whatever. And this dude from he's he said he came from Hawaii or whatever. He asked for like a smoke or something. Right. And because uh, I was in France, I bought a pack of cigarettes. I wanted to, you know, be of the people and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hang around. So, so, so uh, he uh, he came up or whatever, and he asked for a smoke or whatever. We we start talking. He's telling us, "Yeah, I came from Hawaii." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you out here too? You came from Hawaii? All right, that's random facts." Um, then this dude, this he tells us though, he's like, he's like, "Hey man, I just want to let you guys know, when the sun goes down, you should probably not be here." And I was what? like, I think what he meant was like, you're going to get robbed or, you know what I mean? Like right, okay. he was, he was putting us on game. Like, don't be out here with these backpacks and shit, bro. Like you, you know, something's going to happen. And I was like, I'm going to take your word for it, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want to test it. I don't want to test the theory like that, you know? And it was funny because another, like this other dude came up to me and he, he tried to fight me because he tried to ask i forgot what he asked for and i was like man back up bro like and he didn't understand what i was saying so i i raised up on him and uh he he was just like he basically was like you know he said something but he walked away but i was like oh shit dave we need to get back home we need to get back to where we were and, and, and regroup so anyways man me and david go back to regroup whatever we end up kicking it and uh for a night and we ended up having to buy some david had to buy us some flights like last minute to go to napoli so then <clears throat> we end up going to we end up going to get on the plane and that's where uh that's where graffiti was sitting on the plane and i was like oh shit just random like he was we were all heading up there but we would have got there like a day earlier than him or whatever but so anyways man we catch that all three of us we end up going to napoli or whatever and uh we got off the train you know we figured out what bus we needed to take and we took the bus all the way to all the way to uh to salerno where the event was mm -hmm. and man we went out we we took this long ride man and italy's a trip because italy is like it's like a very rural right it's like right. very like farms and and villas and shit like that so man we took a long ass bus ride and we finally got to where we were getting and it was just beautiful man right on the coast whatever we get off we i think we went to go uh graffiti needed to go put put his bags away or whatever so we went with him and traveled with him up these 
like this beautiful like mountainside like he was standing like on a mountain and uh i saw a dope picture from that me and dave took him. We were, we were, we were, while we were waiting for him or whatever to go put his stuff up and check in but uh it was just it was just a trip man i was like oh my god i'm like in italy right now this is freaking crazy <laughs> and yeah man and so we ended up walking like so me david graffiti we go get something to eat and we're chilling and then we were like, oh, we need to go to check in with the with the event or whatever. So we walk, we start walking to go check in. And we happen to like see this like little church. And uh and it was like it was a it was just randomly like in a wall, kind of, right? Mm. So I'm like, man, let's go check this out. So we walk in there, and man, when I tell you, man, it was just so beautiful, bro. It was like walking into a piece of art. And you could feel the the centuries of of, of people spirit that was in there, and so me, David, and Graffiti, we go in there and we're all chilling and just like admiring the artwork. And we all sat down for a second, and just kind of took everything in. And I don't know what was what the vibe was, man, but everyone I feel like was like got emotional. It was a trip, dog, because it it was just a trip. So then we ended up leaving there, go check into the event. We're kicking it or whatever. And then from there, man, it was just a time, dude. Like, I still, I still haven't put the video out, and I need to. But me and like, me and Dave were like, shit, we we brought the Sacramento uh, vibes with us, and we were like, man, forget waiting for everybody else. So we went out like right in front of this church uh, from like the 15th century, and it's like in the middle of of like this, a middle of like these like houses and villas and whatnot, and it's just like epic, dude. So me and David go out there and I walk out, I jump on this platform and I'm like, Salerno. And everybody's <laughs> coming out. Of, they kind of came out of their windows. You know what I mean? And I just started busting a piece for him. Bah, 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 bam. And when I was done, dude, like, you know, cause like for me personally, when I go into a, when I go into what I'm doing, I get into like a trance where uh, I don't really see what's happening you know what right, i mean right. so i went into that little trance and got into it you know i'm in my little zone and when i was done there was hell there was a good amount of people kick standing out there and when i was done they're like they're like bravo da, da, da. <laughs> and then this dude this old man i'll never forget he was like he's like italiano italiano we know we don't speak english here. Yeah. <laughs> he was like motherfucker you're gonna come here and yell and not even I can't even know what you're saying. <laughs> but then David went and David knocked it out, man. And then me and David just started doing pieces, man. And uh, from there on out, man, we were like, it was dope, dude. I, I met so many cool ass people on the random tip there. People from all over the world, man, diplomats and authors and teachers. And oh, my God, dude, like I met so many cool ass people and seeing like how the art form that we participate in i I'm, I'm always of a like man it's not just united states it's global shit man like i think about the globe you know the world because there's a it's it's not just here i think we get caught up in that here in the united states but it's you got to think about things globally man like how we're all a community of human beings and seeing the way in which people were like doing their art like some people were doing like crazy weird theater shit some people were doing um you know form poetry and some people were just authors that just wrote like monologue type stuff and we're all sharing people were performing in their home in the languages they brought their languages to the to the to the to the poetry um event and that was really dope so i got to see a ton of people like do italian uh, poems in italian and I got to see people do, um, man, just all these different languages. And Did that's what was cool. No. Okay. But Sharon, man, here's the thing, bro. And this is where, this is where, like, this is one of the most valuable lessons that I learned is when I was there was that, you know, even when I was doing my thing and we were like going, like all of us were busting, doing our thing, like, like graffiti did his thing. David did his thing. I did my thing. And people were loving what we brought to the table because we were the only ones really spitting that like hip hop slash poetry slash, you know, we could do all the other shit too, but right. you know, we were representing our styles there. You know what I'm saying? And we were doing like freestyles in the streets and 
you know, graffiti was making beats with his with, with garbage cans and it was crazy. So um, what I learned, though, is that even those Italian folk that would come up to me or after we would perform on the street or whatever, they were just like they didn't know what I was saying, but they understood what I was saying by the way in which I said it. You know, oh, okay. they under like they were they knew like the rhythm meant something that I was kicking that they couldn't understand. But the vibrations that you give when you're performing is the same feeling that I had when I saw someone like speak something in a different language. And it was cool, man. It's like, you know, it's dope that everybody honored what they came from and where they came from um, yeah. as far as like, you know, what they brought to the table. Uh, and it's, it's a trip. Cause I, I think about that, that time out in Italy, especially with, in regards to expression heavy, like right now I'm, I'm barely, I'm finishing up this book, uh, by, uh, oh my God, I cannot, I know his last name is Tiango, but it's called decolonizing the mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And that's, oh my God. Like what he's talking about as far as like that connection to language and, how you how how you devalue it when you uh conform to certain systems right. certain certain cultures that may not really be accepting of you you're you're kind of like a, a subgenre rather than of the genre because right. you're equal like it makes me think about that time because everybody brought their language to the table and there was no judgment and everyone respected it and like i like i was saying man like there there was no interpreters but there was also no need for interpreters because we were all like involved in this human experience you know what i'm saying like right. humanity and, and 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 just sharing like what do you bring what do you bring into the potluck you know um, right. and so that was that was just a very like cool thing and just seeing italy man going to man going we, me and dave ended up going to rome we ended up going to uh another funny thing is like we, we went and kicked in rome for like a few days or whatever so we went to go check out the vatican and man the whole trip bro like i'm not gonna lie like i was breaking down crying like tears of joy because <clears throat> homie i'm telling you right now like some of the stuff that i had been through like up until then man and even like some of the stuff that i get to do be a part of now when i was like going through it heavy and and you know not not treating myself with respect and and out there acting a fool I really, I really could have never saw myself like being out there, like knowing that my grandpa never traveled and none of my people ever traveled, but you know, their DNA, their, their, uh, you know, one of their ancestors is out here, you know, rocking in Italy and folks is knowing like what time it is. And, you know, you always carry pieces of pieces of your ancestors with you no matter where right. you go so in a sense you know you're representing that lineage you know if in right. the flesh man and live and in the flesh in 2015 in italy and it was just so beautiful dog like man i can't explain it and it, it really showed me like you know it opened my mind up to the world even more because it's like i always had thought this like you know, we're all part of a, it, it's a global thing, man. And even now, like the more I study, like I've been studying the hell out of like Paul Robeson, man. And uh, man, just that's the type of mindset that we need to have, man, is that, you know, it's it's a global thing, global struggle. You feel me? Like global create creativity, creative communities and things like that. So it was just, uh, it was just crazy, man, to think like, oh man, like it's Thursday here, but it's Wednesday or Tuesday in Cal in SAC, you know? And it, it just made me like realize how big the world was. And uh, anyhow, man, we, we, we kicked it in Rome. We had fun out there. And then uh, the last like funny situation that me and David got into was uh, David found a, David found a, a place to stay. Like, cause we were trading off, like he get a spot, I get a spot. Right. So okay. Dave's like, hey, man, I found this spot for 100. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That's what's up, man. 100 euro. Cool. Because <laughs> everything there is like 250, 300 euro, you right, know? Right. So he's like, all right. So we, me and Dave fly. No, we don't. Oh, yeah. Do we fly? No, we take a train to snow. We fly. Yeah. We flew from Napoli to Spain. So we go to Barcelona. Is dude. flying so we, cheap out there? Huh? Was flying cheap out there? Hell no, nah, I wasn't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Bro, like, no, but we bought our tickets from, we had that, we had that flight selected already. Okay. okay. So we got it for a good price. You know what I mean? Right. It was the, the only one that costed a lot was the one that David bought 
which I think the tickets were like 500 each or something like that. And luckily, you know, he had, he had the funds to do that for us Um, because later it came in handy because, you know, we were buying hotels or whatever. So Dave was like, I got this $99 spot or whatever. He's like, it's cool. Whatever. I was like, all right, cool. So we go to Barcelona and then we hop on the train. We go to this place. This uh, it's like called Miami. So it's a little city of Miami, I think in, in, in Spain somewhere. And, uh, freaking david we're out there we're out there in the middle of the of of like this like like little city but there's no one out but it it it, you know and i started seeing people coming around and looking at us and i i i dude like yeah me and david we're both out there kicking it with these big ass backpacks dude (laughs) this fool dave brought this fool dave bought like brought like 500 uh 500 books with them to 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 you know hand out to give away to sell and stuff like oh, okay. that yeah. so he you know when you you know when you first travel you know you don't realize like nah packing light packing <laughs> light is the only way to go okay yeah. one backpack you can wash some drawers and whatever you need to wash at the they have laundry mats just like everywhere else you yeah, feel me do. so we're traveling heavy as hell dude so me and Dave are sitting out there waiting, whatever. Finally, this dude pulls up, like, dude, like, literally, like, an hour, maybe hour and a half later after me and Dave was sitting out there. I'm getting hella nervous, you know, because cats are coming around peeping, and I'm feeling that feeling, like, oh, man. Like I said, no matter where you're at, the feeling came on. I was like, right. hey, man, these cats are peeping us, bro. Like, they're they're sizing us up, man. Right. Like, you Y'all know, and if here. they... <laughs> If they get us, what am I gonna do? Call the cop? I don't even know how to dial nine one one out there. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to take that loss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so anyways, man. Uh, so anyways, the dude pulls up and he's like, he's like, he's like, "Oh, you guys ready?" He said, "Man, I would have picked you up, but and I think he was bullshitting." So anyways, man, he got, he puts us in the car. Every we go drive to his spot in, in the little little city or whatever. We drive to a spot. And me and Dave are like, man, what's up with this, man? Because he walks us, he walks us in. We get into this elevator, and it's like this tiny elevator, dude. Like literally, me and David are like pressed up against each other, like face to face, backpacks against the wall, homeboys in there, two hella cramped. So he walks us up to the hotel room. He knocks on the door, and I'm like, wait a minute, this man's rent renting something to us. Why is he knocking on the door? Why don't he have a key? You know what I mean? So he's like. This this girl answers, this woman answers, and he's like, he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend or whatever. And I'm like, we're like, okay. And so he shows us it's we're literally dude, the 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 spot that David bought was somebody's house. Yeah, dog. And like we didn't know that until he was like, he's like, Yeah, he said, if you guys wake up early enough, my auntie's gonna make you breakfast. (laughs) Oh, damn. I'm like, bro, like, what? So me and Dave, man, we 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 were just looked at each other. And I was like, Dave, bro, I'm not sleeping here because there, bro, there was no room. It's wrong, man. It was like it was like if they were like sleep on like take yeah, man, that couch is you. This couch is you, you know. And okay. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Just like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I don't know y'all like that. So. Anyways, man, I ended up. I ended up. I was like, man, I'm gonna bite the bullet, Dave. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna see if we can find anything. And uh, so me and Dave, I found something like in this other town called Kalea. And so I was like, all right, Dave, let's get out of here. <clears throat> we're walking out. We're like, hey, man, we're going to we're, we're, we're not going to stay here. And the girl was like, what? And we're like, no, nah, don't even worry about it. She was like, uh, OK. And so we left or whatever. And that was weird. too. I'm like, man, what? That was she let us go too easy. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, dude, me and Dave, we start walking. And bro, by the time we got outside, man it came alive out there and it would, when I'm saying like, it was going down, bro, it was going down out there, man. There was just, there was hella homies out there kicking it, man. And, uh, they were hella looking at me and Dave cause we're just walking with these big ass right. backpacks and shit. So anyways, man, we're trying to scurry through and get, get to the train to, to, to go to where we needed to go to. But yeah, man, we ended up going to, to that spot and, and it was a beautiful hotel. I got it for hella cheap last minute. And, uh, we sat out there for like three days and then we came home, but you know, it was, man, it was, that was a time, man. It was so, it was so dope to be out there, man, and, and represent and, and do shows and, oh man, I can't wait to go back. 
So, so I was got a couple questions more. Um, okay. One question I got is I know you have um, you you have three shows. Have you have you have you have or three one man shows or you just got two? Uh, I have one that I've done and I I pretty much have two that are ready okay. to go. Okay. So you yeah. so you just you got scatterbrain which you've been you've been you've been doing it around the town and also been showing it off. But and the other one is what else? The other one? I know you were showing uh, a new one. Like, yeah. So yeah, I was working on the one that I was going to start. The one that I was going to start workshopping and and doing my thing for last year before the pandemic happened. That one is called Manchild. Yeah, Manchild. Yeah, Manchild. Um, and then another one that I'm doing is going to be called Life from the Matrix. And, okay. And so that's going to be more about uh, technology, society, and <laughs> I'm going to probably do more characters with that. Oh. Manchild's Manchild, it might become something, another name for it. I might name it something else, but pretty much it's either going to be one or two different shows out of Manchild. I'm not sure because, you know, I haven't I had too much time to think about it. <laughs> so, sure. But yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm just waiting to, to be able to get back out into the into the the ethers of of you know whatever like when open mics come back and, sh- and we're able to do shows again like i'm probably gonna you know get my get my legs under me at some open mics and stuff and then put something together and, and do the show live how it's supposed to be done most definitely so yeah. the main question i always I always ask um all my guests and stuff when they come on um the question i always ask them you got so in the poetry community you got People that write in the books, um, writing books, writing magazine stuff, we call those people page poets or the literary poets. And then you got the people that are got the poets that are performing on stage, um, got CDs, musicals, and everything else. We call those the stage poets. And it's always been a big rift of the page versus the stage. So yeah. I'm going to ask you, I Torres, are you comfortable on the stage, the page, or both? both man yeah both um you know i really don't like i hate i i i dislike that mentality man so much because to me both bring their 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 own special you know flavor to the to the art form right you know like it (laughs) I feel like I want to, I'm going to say it, man. I feel like it's more, it's more like devaluation from like the, the older generation for the people who just do stage stuff um, or don't, they're not a so-called literary author. Like, again, to me, like that's like reading the decolonizing the mind book. It's like the same, it's like the same thought process. Like in order to be respected by, by your, your group of people who who say like all oh, this is academia is is driving what's what's supposedly poetry or because you know you're looking up to all these these various authors that the institutions have decided are the go-to for what's poetry and what's this and what's that to right. me is all bullshit um and i think that's a mindset that we need to divorce ourselves from but yeah, I'm definitely I'm comfortable on I'm com- I have a whole bunch of shit that's just like I I guess you would consider it um like literary poetry or I know how to do form poetry too. I just don't do it, man. Like straight up. I it doesn't it doesn't grab me, you know. And and you know, on the on the flip side, on the flip side because I can't I can't 100% get on you know, my elders a little bit without getting on my, my, my generation and the people who are younger than me. Um, they also, they too need to have some respect for what the folks that are on the page do, you know, primarily. And, you know, I feel like because we come from something a little bit different, that there is some devaluation on our end too. Not me personally, but I do see that happening sometimes. But what that does is it doesn't allow for like a solidarity, you know, and I feel like that's what we're kind of missing. And I think you could take that same outlook and inject that into like even music, you know, hip hop versus rock versus whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I I think that like somebody who I think like teeters on in, in on both sides, 
um, is probably Kaya. Okay. As far as like their form poetry, they could do uh, they could do spoken word poetry, slam poet. Like they just have such a wide depth of work that I feel like even if you read, like if if like those literary type cats or whatever were like wanted to read something, I think they have like that type of work where it's like, damn, this is just you know. But I think you can say that for most most of the uh, the spoken word poets or whatever that that get down with the the stage. Because for me, man. To me, poetry is 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 something that taught me how to be by myself on stage. Um, it taught me how to it taught me how to write. It taught me how to to rhyme. Um, but yeah, man, I I personally wish that we would all like enjoy each other's art more and not judge it so much. And especially from the academic lens, man, that shit is so tired to me. Like for real. <laughs> Because my, my only thing with that is this, man, you know, when I hear people like get like that or whatever, I'm like, OK, you you might have written like, you know, some books and, you know, you might get into these this place and that place and you're lauded by, uh, you know, whatever institution you're lauded by. But at the same time, man, you can't do what we do either. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I might be able to I might be able to conform and come in to do what you do, but you you're probably not going to be able to do what we do. So respectfully, like we need to have more respect for one another in that regard, man, you know, because performing is not easy, man. Like go like seriously, man. I've been at I've been at some I've been at some poetry readings where I'm like, it's cool because you're reading before people who come in have an expectation of poetry. But go do that act. Right. Go do your go do your act or go read your poetry in front of a group of of people who have just listened to four bands <laughs> yeah. you see what i'm saying Sharon? Yeah. yeah like like that's difficult right and and that's not easy and it's very as far as like the as far as like the writing is concerned and in in crafting your pieces or whatever there's so much there's so much like i said if you're doing it proper man there's so much that goes into performance that i don't feel is respected as much sometimes it's like oh they're just yelling up there or they're telling a long ass story or but at the same time it's like i i don't know if you could do that you know what i'm saying yourself so why are we having this conversation why not just enjoy what we're doing you know what I'm saying? Why not just have fun with it and, and appreciate one another, man? So I could go on and on with that. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like one day there should be a freaking, there should be some type of like uh, a circle or something, man, where we come together and, and talk about that. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's still talk about it. It's, it's just, you know, you still have people just like rock and hip hop. They still have their little division when they don't. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. It, so but whatever but no um so yeah what my one of my final question before i told you um before i say the social media um since since you since you right now i've been listening to a couple of hip-hop songs stuff um who's your five top rappers dude that's such a difficult that's an impossible question <laughs> That's an that's an impossible. I mean, you go anyway. You don't have to go to the presence or not. You can say, okay, what, what what about from right now, from from the the pandemic stage? Pandemic stage. I like. I like. I I always put Lupe Fiasco up there. That's probably my favorite MC. Um, so I go Lupe Fiasco. I go. I love Black Thought. Mm-hmm. I love Benny the Butcher. I love listening to Corday. Okay. Um, let me see one second. Let me look at my little, what I've been listening to type <laughs> shit. Really. Oh, I like, I like J.I.D., man. Oh, J.I.D., yeah, okay. Oh, my God, man. I love his work. I like the, uh, I know you said five, but if I'm going to go five old school, I'll give it to you like this. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say uh, UGK. Okay. I'm going to say eight ball MJG. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go E40. Okay. I'm gonna have to throw in. Oh man, I'm gonna either go like. 
I'm either gonna go like either Brother Lin Chung or like Sibo. Right. Uh, Sacramento represent. Yeah, <laughs> you know my. I'm gonna throw in uh, like man. I I used to do. I love. I used to man. I used to like when I was growing up, like listening to Ice Cube, man. Okay. And Ice Cube and Selly Cell, man. Oh, nice. I, I man, I keep going, bro. Hey, <laughs> there's so many good. I can. There's so many I can name, bro. But yeah, man, those are my guys, bro. Most definitely, man. Yeah, I feel, I feel your thing. I feel the same for you, man. But now, why don't you give people your social media so that they want to get in touch with you or anything? Yeah, man, check me out on my Instagram, Ike Torres Live. Uh, Isaac Ike Torres on <laughs> Facebook, you know. But I'm I'm really not on Facebook. But primarily, I'll, I'll be. You'll see me on Instagram. So yeah, come 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 connect with me at on Instagram. I follow back, you know. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not like you're gonna follow me, I won't follow you. But now follow, you know, let's follow each other and talk or whatever the fuck, you know. Most definitely. Uh, thanks, Ike, for coming on, man. Thanks for having those stories and stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even get into we didn't even get into all your theater stuff and all that, but oh man, we can whatever you want, time. bro. All right. <laughs> when, I, when I when I when I uh when I blow up, man. <laughs> oh, no, no, you know the better to get you now because it's just like Brandon. It's hard to get you when you're blown up. <laughs> oh, bro, like, oh man, I didn't even get to talk about that. That was one of the highlights of the pandemic, bro. Yeah. Oh my God, like seeing <laughs> seeing him kill it like that, bro. Like, and and getting the and man, I got to like talk to him while he was going through like the actual like. I got to like talk to him before he went, yeah. when he was thinking about going, when he was in the competition. And man, it was so beautiful, bro. Like I I I I raised the roof in my apartments, bro, so bad. Like <laughs> I was going. And it was crazy because I didn't know that they I didn't know that the show had already happened. So I would always watch it late. Right. And and I would have to stay off social media. But Dude, like I'm telling you, man, I wish I could have had like a play by play because I was calling that shit, dude. I had I knew how it was gonna happen because I oh man, I could go on about that. I I the crazy thing is is knowing that the homie was gonna win, bro. Mm. Like knowing he was gonna, I knew he was gonna win after the probably the I think it might have been like the second show. The second one, yeah, I was and I was like, yeah, man, I was like, bro, you're going to come on, man. It was just set up perfectly for that was what was so crazy about that. Seeing that man was everything just lined up, man. And and it was like he got to like represent for for all of us, man, that had been a part of his journey. Right. And I met Brandon like when he was still watching you know what i'm saying like i met him in 2014 at some random show dude and he was like i think he performed too but he was like man i'm, I'm you know you know brand is man he's right. always connected and doing his thing like that right he was just like he was just i don't think he had really gotten into it too much but dude, watching that, this watching his journey, bro, is like it's freaking beautiful, man. Part episode like, of seeing him win like that, <laughs> freaking uh, is unbelievable, man. That was like one of the that was like one of the best moments uh, and for me in history of this of the city and the valley in general because you know one of one of our artists like cracked the ceiling and and you don't who knows where he's gonna go now, man. You know, but that was such a beautiful moment, man. Damn. <laughs> What is some Shonda Shonda always says? That's my teammate. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Yeah, dude. That's that's so. It was so crazy because you know before we saw we before the last person to go up there, I think was a uh, when Butterscotch was still. You know what I mean? Like Butterscotch too. I saw Butterscotch when she was still. She wasn't Butterscotch yet, as far as like hella famous and doing her thing. But I think she got like second place. And when we would do slams and stuff, I remember we would sometimes when she would come on and perform with the whole, we would all stop and be like, "Oh, Butterscotch is performing. Let's watch her." And then I think <laughs> I think Garibaldi went and got and got second place too. So you know what I'm saying? Like there was already that they already put it in and uh, to see, yeah, to see Brandon do his thing, man, and win that shit for the city man and, and for stockton really mainly but for sacramento too you know what i'm saying it was just like for the valley in general it was just like bro like 
the homie did it, you know. But yeah, anyway. All good. Well, man, I hope I hope you have hope you're all right, doing well. Man, this will, will basically be on. We'll we'll put this out next week. So yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, man. And hope you're doing well. Hey, Sharon, man. Uh, thanks for having me, bro. Always. Thanks for thanks for uh, D- DJing the slam light and doing the things that you do for the community, man. Uh, I thank you for keeping, you know, keeping keeping the art alive, man, in the city. And, and, you know, your all of your contributions, bro. Like, thank you, man. And I hope I hope you're doing well. And I hope, you know, we can see each other in person soon. Definitely. Feel me like I hope we could, bro. Like, I'm going to I don't know, man. I, I'm like. I'm about to I'm about to cry some tears of joy like as soon as we can get back to to doing what we were doing back in the before all this pandemic stuff man and it's good to for the most part I think a lot of a lot of the folks that we we run with uh, are are okay and healthy so you know they just got to be thankful for that man but yeah man thank you for having me on man I really appreciate you bro well, Devin, man take care of yourself out there all right